0: Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dell's trading floor. It is Wednesday, and the market seems to be holding up somewhat better uh, in front of the um, the release of the CPI, the Consumer Price Index information tomorrow. Uh, we did, we've had a little bit of a rally, uh, which uh, you know is uh, is definitely uh, definitely a good thing. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into some of the Uh, the slides here and kind of see where it's going um, with regard to the market. So here we go. All right. So basically, um, that's stock of the day. Um, You know, basically, Warren Buffett also is going to be announcing his uh, results for Berkshire Hathaway tomorrow. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting. Uh, in that, you know, we're going to see, you know, we're going to see his, um, you know, we're going to see more of, um, you know, we're going to see more uh, information kind of how how they're doing in terms of um, the market. They're probably, you know, going to be a little bit off, you know, uh, but we'll see. Um, You know, we'll just, we'll just see how it is. Um, I was kind of day trading today. I've been working in the semiconductor area. One of the air stocks that, uh, that I did trade today was Celsius. And uh, I don't have currently now. I did sell it before the end of the day. But it is the stock of the day. Uh, and I uh, wanted to kind of show you this one. This is a, a energy. It's kind of like Monster Beverage in that it's, a, it's an energy drink um, company. And it just seems like in every upturn in the market, we could get one of these. Uh, we kind of companies like this. Of course, you know, everybody you know, remembers Monster Beverage. and then, uh, But now Celsius has been moving nicely this is a reversal. It came off the, um, the 50 day moving average, and there is a one twenty two thirty four buy point on this one. Uh, now I was buying it below this today. Uh, let's take a look over here. Uh, CELH of course is the symbol for it. Let's go. Boom. All right, there we go. Uh, i w I've been buying this one today. I did, I bought and sold it twice, which is very unusual for me. I'm not normally a day trader, but, uh, you know, uh, desperate times, uh, have to have inventive resources it's uh basically what's happened is that you know it's come down it's bounced off this line now it's it's off after hours. I'm kind of glad I sold it uh it was up uh twenty it was up uh, basically almost five percent uh and it has looks like it's going to pull back after hours and move down a little bit and then hopefully uh maybe we can catch another upward trend on this one but uh, real interesting uh, you know, Celsius, uh, you know, you probably see them in the, in, you know, some of the convenience stores. Uh, but this one has a buy point, 122.34. Currently, uh, it, uh, it it closed at 104.33, and then it's up a little bit after hours, but it's been pulling back. Uh, it did kind of bounce, um, bounce very strongly today. Uh, just kind of want to show you my exposure currently to the market's really minimal. I've been, as I say, I've been mostly day trading uh, just you know, trying to get uh, trying to get light in front of the um, in in front of the CPI number because you just still don't know how it's going to affect the market. Uh, basically, only holding two uh, stocks long. One of them is called Lattice Semiconductor. Symbol of on that one is LSCC, and the other one is uh, is uh, Aehr Test Systems. I just bought that one nearly the close of the day. This is kind of showing you kind of what the you know how my portfolio is you know after hours um up on you know just very is again i'm just just very very sh- you know v- very very short uh i've held lscc um uh, lattice only for three days we are up at almost f- almost four percent here probably will push up my stop loss i might be taking profits on that if there's a pullback also, Aehr. This one I have traded successfully several times. This is a semiconductor equipment test manufacturing company. Very interesting, and of course, and I'm also short Lululemon. They're looking at some serious compression in terms of their margins. So, um, you know, I, you know, it depends on how the CPI uh, looks. I mean, if it if it looks good, you know, then um, you know, then I might close the short. But I I, I have a feeling that we're going to see unfortunately some, you know, some, some, uh, s- some movement on that. So, uh, here's kind of, here's, here's kind of where I stand currently, uh, with my long positions. Um, you know, uh, LSCC was up today, uh, about 2.77%. And then, uh, AER test was, was down. I did buy it as it kind of came down to the 21 day line. Um, this is the this is the uh, this is the uh, stock that I'm short, and that of course is Lululemon. Um, you know, it's been <laughs> this has been a, always a tough stock for me to trade. Uh, I just do think it's going to move much lower, uh, just based on a lot of things. There was a gap down, and I was kind of reacting to that. So let's kind of take a look at uh, Lulu stock. All right, let's see if we can get to the. There we go. So it's Lululemon. L U L-U-L-U, L U is the is the symbol. And let's bring that up here, so we can see. Yeah, moving it over there to so you can you can see that. Let's go back. Make sure that uh, I'm gonna put that up on the screen for everyone. If I can get if I can make it work. There we go. All right. So. I'm going to go to the live of. There we go. So here we are with Lululemon. Um, this is their uh this is their chart. Uh, again, I've been shorting this one. I did short it after this gap down here when it broke down below that uh, two hundred day moving average, and then you know it it, it, it bounced and it's been bouncing up. So I don't know. I may be closing this one. It looks like it's at the, almost at the top of the off the rung. So I may have I may have not shorted it properly, um, but you know there's still a gap down. But it is starting to head up. So we'll see how that one does uh, by the end of the day tomorrow. I may be closing that one early. Hopefully I won't be, but we'll we'll see. Uh, taking a look at the five minute chart here for Lulu. Uh, let's go back. To, there we go. So this is the five-minute chart. Let's see if I can get back to, to the right chart here. There we go. So this is Lululemon. Uh, and hopefully I can show it. All right. So let's go back to lululemon chart there we go all right so now we're back uh with that lululemon chart so you can see it just kind of you know it just kind of continued to go up so i may be closing this one there's two massive blue bars at the end of the day that's showing Somebody's buying, and uh, so I may be closing. This is the one I have short, so we shall see. But I'm trying to keep my uh, exposure extremely light right now just based on everything that's going on in the market. It's just, uh, you know, again, it's one, it's one of those markets where you want to, before major announcements such as uh, the CPI, uh, you want to be kind of light. Uh, it's just, you know, it's kind of unforgiving. All right. Well, thanks for that. All right. Let's uh, ask Fernando. Fernando, thank you for being so patiently waiting. I really appreciate that. Uh, Your thoughts on Visa. Good, 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 uh, um, you know, you know, good uh, stock to to look at. Um, Let's go over to the Visa chart here. There we go. I'm going to look at the daily chart and let's See if we can share that screen with everybody. There we go. All right. So this is the chart of Visa. I'm going to go bigger here. Oops. See if it's going to let us see the Visa chart in bigger detail. There we go. All right. So this is the visa. <laughs> so this is the visa chart here. I'm going to put it up and let's take a look at it to kind of see what's going on here. Um, it's been moving up. It's it seems to have you know it's moved. This is a good sign right here where the 50-day moving average is moving above. The 200-day average. I'm not. I don't use these indicators as much, but this is what they call the golden cross, and uh, so 85 relative strength. So that's very good. You definitely don't want to buy anything that's less than an 80 relative strength. We're come, we've come up above the 218. That's not necessarily a buy point, but I want to look at the. I want to look at the. Um, I kind of want. I want to look at the. Uh, let's See if I can shut down. myself. There we go. All right. There we go. Okay. So let's go back here and it's come up and let's kind of take a look at the checklist first. Um, 78 checklists, pretty good checklist here. EPS down, uh, sales are down. This is kind of concerning, but it seems to look Pretty good. Now, of course, sales on Visa, it's it's very difficult because of, because of the what kind of stock it is, it's difficult. It's kind of not the best indicator. But I want to go over to the weekly chart to see kind of what the fundamentals are right now for um for visa. Last quarter we were up in terms of our sales 19%, and also the profits were up 19%. This almost exactly follows, obviously, because there's no inventory at Visa. It's just cash. Um, the price to earnings ratio, a little bit high at 29. So that's a little bit of a concern. But uh, the return on equity is pretty excellent, 44%. Um, no, so overall, it looks pretty good. The question is, would I buy it at this juncture? Let's take a look. Um, you know, even though this is not an official base here, uh, it has been kind of doing this basing since the beginning of December of last year, and it does appear that 220 is sort of resistance. The question is, let's look at the volume to see kind of what's going on. Uh, earnings are in in 15 days. This is this is really not a lot of time, uh, but we've had some large acquisitions. So yeah, I think you could probably start nibbling here, Fernando. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, buy a lot of this. I wouldn't. I'd buy maybe a quarter percent that that'd be kind of where I would do it uh so I wouldn't wouldn't go any more than that so that's kind of my my take on it all right um Sandeep's asking about um Boeing and seeing kind of what's going on you know I was I was uh, late to the party with Boeing I mean I think I you know Boeing has seen a about a 20 percent increase in the last two months uh which is amazing because it was really uh, Boeing was was sort of left for dead. Um, and it's just it's been rallying uh, on some of the orders that they've received. So it's it's doing much, much better than it was, you know, it, just a few months ago. that's for sure. Uh, as you can see, we came um, We came above we came above the um, 200 day line. We're above the 50, we're above the 21, we're above the 10. So it's very, it's orderly moving up uh, on this. Now, would I buy it here? Well, I I think it may be a little extended. Let's take a look to see. Well, it's just barely extended. Uh, the 21-day line is at 195.28. So what I would do on this one is probably wait until it pulls back a little bit further uh, down to the 21-day line. So maybe about 203 or so. Would be a place that i would probably try to get in i think you want to get in as it comes down to the 10-day line today line is currently at uh, 281 so it, it has a ways to go uh it has a ways to go it's about seven you know it's uh after hours 20771. seven two oh, oh seven seventy one i'm sorry two oh seven seventy five now why do you want to do this well if you buy too far above the 10-day line You're going to be buying an extended. And if there's a downward trend, it's going to move down very, very quickly. So one of the best things that you can do, uh, you know, in this market, you really don't want to buy more than about 5% above that 21-day line. Now, currently, Boeing is at uh, 6.54% above that 21-day line. So I would wait for this to pull back, possibly closer to the 10-day line. And that's where I would buy it. I definitely think it is buyable. Uh, even in even in even in this environment, so I definitely think, uh, you know, I definitely think the stock is viable in this environment. Now, currently, of course, it closed today at 208, uh, and um, after hours, we're down a little bit to 207. Let's see if this thing will pull back a little bit more on for us, and hopefully, if it does, then we can. Um, you know, then then we could probably start a position. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go any more than about a half position on this one. So that's kind of where I'm, that's my take on it. All right, let's look at NVIDIA. This is for uh, Tony Montana, uh, 2693. <laughs> hey, Tony. Um, so let's look at NVIDIA. You know, NVIDIA, of course, is a chip stock. But here's the thing about the NVIDIA that you got to be careful with. Even though it's a leader in uh, uh, GPUs, um it all it does not have its own foundry, so it relies on Taiwan semiconductor manufacturing for its for its production. And of course, they're involved uh, with some issues regarding um, Taiwan because of course um, uh, there is some threatening noises in Asia regarding Taiwan. Um, Taiwan semiconductor manufacturing is one of the largest um, contract manufacturers of chips in the world. And so many of the big companies, such as uh, AMD and Nvidia, they make their chips at TMS, TSMC. So that's a, that's a concern. Now, here's the thing: I I I want to see a little bit more strength in TSMC uh, in Nvidia. Here, it's it's trading below the 200-day line. I just don't really like to buy anything below the 200-day line. Also, if you'll notice, the stock is in a downward trend. So I'm 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 being a little bit more careful regarding um regarding uh, uh, uh chip stocks currently the checklist is 44 not a great look there let's see if we can go over i want to compare this against a, a chip stock that i own and that's lattice semiconductor i want to take a look what i'm doing here is i'm just i'm just kind of creating a chart um lscc is now why lattice semiconductor well Lattice semiconductor is in the programmable logic chip business, which is in heavy demand uh, because it, it for for things like vehicles and 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 uh, and products like that. So um, at least for right now, they are in a situation where uh, their products typically are seeming to command a little bit of more premium in the market. Let's see if I can put that up for everyone on um'm gonna show you the chart the comparison chart that I have between um between nvidia uh which was a leader in the past and um uh and and lattice uh you know um, uh, lattice so this is the comparison for the last 90 days um between lattice and um LSCC and uh, NVIDIA, as you can see, tremendously outperforming. LSCC is very much outperforming NVIDIA. I mean, significantly outperforming NVIDIA. If if you started, basically, um, if you if you started basically uh, in the beginning of last year and you put a dollar in, uh, you would end up with uh, a little over a dollar and and fifty. From from lattice, and then you'd actually lost money on um, on uh, um, on Nvidia. So let's. I want to go to a little bit tighter range here on that comparison. Let's go over here and look to see if. Um, let's see nine. When well, I move, I'm only looking at basically. Um, right now, I'm basically only looking at, um, the last three months. And, uh, again, NVIDIA is uh, doing well. It's come up. Uh, if three months ago you invested in NVIDIA a dollar, you would have one dollar 15, 15 right now. But if you invested in Lattice, you would have dollar 40. So if you're looking for a, um, chip stock, and I think there is starting to be a lot of investment in the chip stocks. I think you want to go with something like Lattice, the one I have just because it seems seemingly outperforming NVIDIA, which was the leader last year. I think that Lattice may be one of the leaders this year. I also want to put in another stock that I do own. It's a AEHR. Now, it is not technically a chip stock. Uh, it is a chip test equipment maker, uh, AEHR. And as and as you can see, this one is way outperformed. Both of the chip stocks. This is the chip equipment maker Aehr, and then uh, Lattice Semiconductor and then Nvidia. So, basically, this one is you know has has had outside performance. It's all it's doubled essentially since in the last three months, which is kind of amazing considering the market has been in a downward trend. Now, I still think that uh, I still think that we're not too late. You're not too late for Aehr. I want to show you the chart on that one as well. A E H R. I still don't think we're too late on this. I've been, I've been trading this one back and forth, uh, and uh, you know it's 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 you know it's done it's it's done well, um, you know it's 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 done well. So let's take a look at the chart. All right, there we go. And I'm gonna put the put the chart up here for. Aehr. This is the this is the chip equipment manufacturing company uh, that I was that I was talking about here. Um, oops. Yeah. This is the this is the chip equipment manufacturing company that I was that I was talking about. Let's see if I can get it. Yeah. No, it's Nvidia. Let's look at Aehr. There we go. ahR test systems uh, I've been trading this one basically this week um, you know we'll see what happens i I did I did buy it once again uh, as you can see it's it's basically came up and it's moved in this very it, it almost vertical movement here between about a little bit over 20 to almost 30 now it's pulled back a little bit but I still think this this one has juice. Um, you know, 89 relative check the only thing is the earnings per share ratio, but there's definitely people acquiring this. They came out with a stellar, um, uh, a, a stellar earnings up 220% quarter over quarter. Now, um, you know, obviously you can't, you can't, uh, uh, you, 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 can't guarantee anything, but this one definitely, I believe is headed higher. As you can see the, there is a, a long-term uptrend. We have an excellent checklist show that to everybody on TikTok. Yeah, excellent checklist. And in general, this one is moving up. So the symbol on this one is AEHR, at AEHR Test Systems. I definitely think it's still, I think it's still, um, I think it's still actionable, to be honest with you. I think it's still actionable. Hey, Matt, thanks. Uh, Let's look at VMI for Matt here. Let's move that see yeah okay valmont industries uh this is you know this is interesting this is kind of an infrastructure play of course this is uh they make electrical poles and, and there definitely is a more i mean uh you know it's a boring business but you know there's certainly a lot of needs for infrastructure in this area i mean there there, there just really is and uh so this this one valmont industries uh, has been, you know, it's moving higher. It's pulled back, uh, and it's tested the two, the 50-day uh, moving average. This is this red line here. Uh, and it does look like, I want to see if this is overbought or oversold. Let me just really put up an indicator here really quick to see kind of where it's at. This is called a stochastic indicator. Yeah, we're starting to get, We were um, we were oversold, and we're now making progress to overbought. So this is looking good. This is looking good as an entry point. Now, as long as the, the the computer the CPI doesn't ruin the party here, this is kind of some wedging action here. Yeah, and I definitely think it's going higher. Take a look at the uh, very nice um, volume that's that's coming here. So this is looking quite good. Um, this is looking quite good, Matt. And I definitely think that uh, you know there might be there might be something to this. Um, I'm not currently in it. Uh, but it does. It does look very good. I mean, it uh, you know, it's it's lining up properly, moving up, you know, quite nicely. And uh, yeah, so I think I think you could definitely, definitely looks good. Definitely looks good. Um, let's take a look for Bombadoc. Let's look at uh, AA. Of course, that's I think it's Alcoa, right? AA. Um, I used to think it was American Airlines. Maybe American Airlines. I don't know. Let's see AA. Go over to the chart. All right. There we go. Alcoa. Of course, this is a basic minerals play. Um, and let's see kind of what's going on here relative to everything. All right. Very good. Let's look at that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. See, now I probably would not be a buyer of this one here. We've come up to the 200-day line. Let's see if it can test higher than this. This is definitely resistance. As you can see, it comes down, bounces off that 50, comes up, and it's it's kind of stuck here at the 200-day uh, line. Let's see if it's going to get resistance. This is probably not a good place strategically to buy it. I'm going to look at the five-minute chart here to see if it's kind of experiencing resistance. Well, there was, there was a lot of buying at the end of the day, so that's looking Good, it came back 52. Okay, so, but I definitely think there's some resistance right here, and I don't think there's that much overhead supply. Let's, I want to go back over and see, check on the overhead supply situation. What overhead supply is, everybody? And I know this, I'm throwing out all these terms here, and you're like, what? You know, overhead supply is, let me just draw a line here, draw a line you'll notice that a lot of people bought it back here. Now, a lot of these people haven't sold. so And it went down, and it just kept holding, holding, holding. And then it bounced at 39, came back up. Whenever you get a situation like this where there's a lot within a year, there's all this people that bought it above where you're buying it, that's what they call overhead supply. So in, the, in this case, Alcoa has a lot of overhead supply. So this is going to make it more difficult. The further it comes up, it's going to make it more difficult to go higher because people that have it that bought it back here will sell it into the strength. So that's one thing that I kind of would be careful buying this stock. And the reason I would is because you'll notice it's come right up. And then if we look at the relative strength line, it kind of like bounced down. So I would not be a buyer of Alcoa here. I just, there's just too much overhead supply. And I just think you have to wait for a better chart pattern. I think you have to wait for a base to develop and then a movement above that base. So right now, Alcoa AA, lots of overhead supply, probably not the best buy here. So that's kind of my take on it. All right. Should I stay in BTU and HAL? For everybody out there, um, Charles is asking about Halliburton, which, of course, is a oil field services company, and also BTU, which is Peabody Colts, the largest stock coal company that i know of let's look at bto first and see this was this was doing great a few months ago as uh you know europe had a unfortunate coal shortage which is you know it's amazing that you'd actually even be talking about you know buying coal companies in 2000 and uh you know in 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 2023 but we definitely are i mean you know Um, And this is one thing that, you know, no matter how much, you know, no matter how much happy talk is out there, people still have to heat their homes and coal is used to heat their homes. But more importantly, it's used to generate electricity. And that is the key here. Uh, You know, they just don't have enough capacity. They have to use coal and to generate electricity. Now, what's happening here? Well, we had if we look at the we look at the progress on BTU, it's come down every time it's hit the. Uh, 200-day line, while well, not quite hit it there, it, it's bounced up, so it's kind of it's moving an upward trend. Definitely bouncing on the 200-day moving average, and it's come up, and it seems to be getting a little bit of resistance. It came back down. This could move back up, but you know it's just it's real volatile. So would I buy it here? Eh, I I I just want a better formation. This so I want a better. I want a better look. I want I want a base. This isn't really a base. This is just kind of going up here. So I probably would not be as interested in BTU. Pe- Peabody Coals is a good... Put that up there for everyone. Peabody Coal. I mean, um, BTU, um, uh, Peabody Energy is a good company. But, you know, I think... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's probably... Uh, you know, it's prob- probably best to stay out of it at least for right now, just because the way it's the way the action is on its stock. Now, here's the thing about this, and, I, and we're, I was talking about overhead supply on Alcoa. This, by contrast, has very little overhead supply. That's one good thing about BTU is that you'll notice the high the is only 18 percent off of its all-time high. So there's not a lot of overhead supply. There's not a lot of people that bought it higher and, you know, are hoping that, you know, um, you know, and selling it as it goes, as it goes higher. So not a lot of overhead supply. So that's a good sign. Um, but I think that, you know, I think it, it's, it's starting to get a little bit of pressure. Now you could, you could, you could buy this one. I don't think you could be hurt too much, but I want to, I want to have it pull back to the 21 day line. So I probably would not be a buyer of BTU of right now. Now Halliburton is probably another another case altogether. Halliburton is starting to get a lot of fund interest in the in the uh, uh, in in the market. So Halliburton and, and Halliburton's interesting in that it has it's sort of dual use. It's it's got both the um, it's got it's got both the oilfield services and it. Quite frankly, it's a it's a major defense personnel contractor. And hopefully we don't have a situation in, um, hopefully don't have a situation in uh, in in uh, Ukraine, but it's looking like it. So um, I definitely like this chart better. We've come we've come down. We've we're, we haven't truly, you know, it's formed this base, and then it's come up and it's right very close to one of the key indexes. Let's let's look at daily chart to see how far off the 21 day line is i think this is possibly actionable here uh and whereas btu i think you want to probably avoid it uh whereas yeah this is 100 checklist excellent yeah and and look well it's just right at five percent on the 21 day line so ideally i'd like to see it pull back a little bit but i think halliburton is actionable here i think you could buy halliburton here uh, this is a probably a good. This is probably a good stock for this time being because uh, oilfield services have been seeing a lot of a, a lot of good action, and I do think that this one does look good from a technical standpoint. Not an ideal buy point, obviously, and not a, not a not a totally correct um, base, but sort of a base here with a handle. It's kind of a cup with handle, sort of. Let's see. the pattern recognition says because that's going to tell us a little bit you know kind of if i'm totally uh if i'm totally washed up here okay it's a cup with handle no surprise there stage one cup with handle and the pivot on it is let's see it's 39 so it's right up here so yeah so this is it is a base it's not a good looking base but it is a base cup with handle this is a good formation Uh, So, yeah, I like Halliburton much better than BTU based on this chart pattern. And I definitely think it's buyable at this time. Let's look. I want to see if it's oversold, though. Let's take a look at the stochastics. What the stochastics tell us is that is the amount of, okay, so it's been, yeah, this could be an issue. It has been, you know, people have been buying it. So it is a little bit overbought here. It's above 80. So hmm. here's the thing. I think you'd, the best thing to do is watch this to see if it pulls back to about the 10-day line, and that would be at about uh, that 10-day line would be would be about 39, and that's probably a good place to buy it. So I like uh, you know I like Halliburton at this at this juncture. I I, I like Halliburton, and uh, and so compared to BTU and Halliburton, I think you got to take Halliburton. And I definitely think it's really good. All right. Um, question from uh, HHNIAIK. This is from TikTok. Let's look at Tesla. And Tesla did move up today about 2%. But I still think it's in a downward trend. Lots of overhead supply on Tesla. So let's look at Tesla. Um Tesla did announce that they may be considering a, and this would be very interesting, a uh, location for for manufacturing in Asia, but not in China, in Indonesia. So I don't know that much about the story, but it's very interesting. Here's the problem with Tesla. We're still in this downward trend uh, on Tesla. We did bounce nicely. We were up today tremendously. We were up almost 4%. And, but in the after hours, it's starting to pull back a little bit. The question is, can we, you know, is this is this a place that we can buy it? I don't think so. And the reason is, is because I'm going to draw the reversal line here. It's still in this downward trend. So I probably would not be a buyer here, but I definitely want to watch this. Because if it does move up, you know, maybe we can get to a point where we can start buying again. But for right now, anyways, not a good place to look. I probably wouldn't either, sh- I wouldn't be short on either. So it's kind of weird. The problem with with Tesla, and this is one of the biggest problems that, that I have with Tesla, it has all of this overhead supply. Okay, what do I mean by that? Well, everybody that bought here, many of those people did not sell and take losses. They held on to the stock. They wrote it down. And now it's starting to bounce. So anytime it's going up now uh, here, you're going to start to see people sell into that strength. They're going to try to limit their losses. So, um you know, tough, tough, uh, you know, tough stock to, to really talk about. Um, but as you can see with that line, anything above that is creating an awful lot of overhead supply. So right now I think upward, you know, it is pushing higher, but I think that any sustained, uh, movement up is going to be very, very compromised based on that. So I, I would be, I would be careful with, um, I would be careful with it. Absolutely. Oh, hey, thank you. Hi. Um, do you use liquidity indicators? If so, how would you interpret them? Well, very good. That's a very good question. Uh, and how is it estimated? Well, there, what I do use a lot of times is what they call the stochastic indicator. and I'm going to show you that for Tesla here. And, and what that does, just really quickly. Okay. Come on. There we go. Okay. So hopefully you can see this. Let me uh, let me get it up here on the screen. Okay, so this is a stochastic indicator, and what this means, what this says, is that going up like here, that means that it's overbought. That means people are buying, and you know, continue to buy. It. When it comes down here, it's oversold. If you'll notice, there's a twenty here, and there's an eighty here. We we ideally want to be within that range, but it does look like Based on this, if this starts to curve up, curve up, then we're going to see we're going to see more more buying pressure. But here's the thing: you don't want to buy a stock typically that trades is is too thinly traded, as well. And uh, that's not obviously not the case with with Tesla. But uh, I do use the liquidity indicator somewhat. But uh, more important, I think, is the overall. the, the overall chart pattern and whether or not the stock is based or, or, or that. So that's, that's what I look for. All right. Let's see. Okay, Jim, uh, tech seems to be going up. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Amazon is way up. I do. Uh, well, here's the thing about, here's the thing about Amazon. Um, and I want to, I want to warn you now, I'm, i I, closed my short on, uh, you know, on Amazon, you know, a little over a week ago. Um, I still think that, you know, with the CPI numbers, we can see Amazon move lower. Let's see if let's see if we can see if Amazon is in a shortable position because I do think that it's going to be weak because retail is going to be weak in a high inflation environment. So let's look at it. AMZN, of course, is the symbol for Amazon. And Jeff Bezos's favorite company. Here we go. All right, let's uh, let's go over. See if I can uh, jump over. To that screen, there we go. Oh, this is Amazon. There we go. Okay, so hopefully everybody's seeing Am- the Amazon um, chart here. All right, uh, what happened? Well, you, you, you're right. This might be an this might be an opportunity too short because it's come up here to the um, to the 50-day move, the 50-day moving average. But I'm going to take off the stochastic so that it makes it a little bit easier to see this chart okay there we go so we've been we've been below we've been trading below the 21 day line that's the green line here and then we we've broken out and we're moving up significantly but here's the here's the issue and why this might be a good short is because in order to get a reversal here i just think we have far too much overhead supply now let me show you that what's going on there on the weekly chart if we look at the weekly chart and we look at kind of where the stock is. All right. You'll notice if I in and, and this isn't the greatest line here that I drew. But you'll notice that as this goes across, we were we were consolidating here and then and then it moved way up. Now you, you're not going to be able to see this on TikTok as well, but trust me on this one, there's a lot of overhead supply on uh, there's a lot of overhead supply on um, uh, Amazon. So as Amazon goes up, there's more and more uh, people are going to be selling into this strength. So the question is, where could we possibly short it? Well, good question. I do think that we do have a situation that we can short it. I'm going to go over the daily chart here. And the further we get away from that that 50-day moving average, the better off we're going to be. So let me look at the technicals here to see if there's any place that we possibly could look at shorting. 50-day average, 90. Okay, so we're, we're about 4% above. Okay, I probably would not short it until we moved up about 10% above that 50-day line. Okay, currently we're, th- we're within the 5% tolerance. So um, I, want, I want to watch this one. It's up after hours. And what I would do is I would just kind of wait I do think that it's going to get some, I do think that, you know, once it gets up to about a hundred, you're going to see this thing move lower. Uh, That's kind of where I would look to short it, but I probably would not do anything right now. I just kind of watch it to see kind of how it opens tomorrow. And I wouldn't short it at the open or anything like that. I would, I would kind of wait to see how it opens and see if we can get, you know, see if we can get a little bit further away from the 50 day line. The further away from the 50-day line, what's going to happen is it's going to move up here and then it's going to, it's going to get it's going to reverse lower. And the reason why is because the further away it gets away from that 50-day line, the more people want to sell into it. Why? Because there's all this overhead supply. People that bought higher that are now saying, wow, I want to get out of this issue and they're going to sell into this. I don't think I think there's a lot of people that are really sorry that they didn't sell when Amazon was down 7%. That's typically where you sell is that if you buy a stock and it goes down 7%, you sell it and then you wait rather than, but most people just rode the escalator down. And now that the escalator may be going up just a tad, they're going to have a tendency to sell. So you're definitely right when you're saying this is a potential good place to short. I would wait until it's up a little bit more close, a little closer to 100 here currently it's at 95 so i would wait probably so let's see if it let's see if it it goes tomorrow 98 99 that kind of area uh, but i would probably look to potentially uh, pull the trigger uh, at or a little bit below 100 and i do think it's likely to move lower i do i do think that i think with the cpi it's likely to move lower uh, because unfortunately i don't think the cpi is going to be that good but i hope i'm wrong <laughs> i hope i'm wrong on that, all right, Hamid, can you please check ASAN, A S A N? Let's look at that chart right now. A S A N, and that is there we go. Uh, develops work management platform design. Hmm, okay, I don't know this one. Productive So this is sort of a you know kind of a. Okay. Yeah, this this doesn't look good, man. I hate to, I hate to tell you that. Well, I'm sorry to tell you anything you don't know. This does not look good. Um, it's got a relative strength of 6. Um, if you're holding on to this one, I would sell it. I mean, I know that it's painful. I mean, it may go up, but look at this. It it did go up a little bit today, went up 5%, but look at that volume. It's down 32%. So this is this is just making fits and starts. Nothing goes down in a straight line. It goes kind of like this, all right. This is kind of this is kind of how it works. So we're not right now in one of these upward trends, but I think it's probably going to go lower. If you're down more than seven percent on this one, please sell it. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to give you any relief. Um, so this is basically ASAN, and uh, again, it's moving lower, kind of lower as we speak. And relative strength six. I just and it's below the, the uh, two hundred day moving average. That's this black line. I just think you got to sell it. I, I you know, I if you're down more than seven percent, consider selling it. I, it's really painful, but I think it's going to go lower. Uh, that was the question about the liquidity. Um, I'll answer that. Um, your thought on T R O W? Is this T price? Well, let's take a look. I don't remember what the symbol for T price is. Let's look. Like it's, T-R-O-W. And let's look here. Yeah, T-Row price. Okay, I was right. All right. So um, what are we seeing here? You know, it's interesting. Um, yeah, this is in a downward trend. It's trading below the, the, the 200-day line. But it's made it move back up, to, uh, and it looks like it's just getting above that 200-day line. Um, it's still a downward trend. I'd be real careful with this. I want to compare this one with a charles schwab uh which i think is let's go here i want to see charles schwab see hwb i believe it is i think nope S W A B, is that right? No. I'm looking now for Charles Schwab. S, yep, just yes, yes, Schwab. S C H W. Charles Schwab. Well, maybe not. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing too well here. Uh see if it's giving us eh, not not being very okay well yeah I, I probably would not be a buyer of um, I probably wouldn't be a buyer of uh, T row price it's in a downward trend show it to you here uh, the stock the stock is in a downward trend and uh, it is coming up above the 200day line but I just you know the earnings in 15 days. Um, I, I, 56 relative strength. Ah, I just think they're better. I just think they're better plays out there right now than that. I really do. So I would, I would not, I would not be a buyer of, of a uh, price. Tesla is another, it is a short, um, I, I, I do agree with you that Tesla is a short, but the problem, part of the thing with, and I've been, sh- and I have been shorting Tesla as if you've been watching me, um, you need to short it on the rallies and you need, you know, there's a lot of overhead supply. So I do agree with you, but the problem with Tesla is that there's, it's lost so much of its value that it's not a great short. Now I've been trying to short (laughs) today. I've been trying to short Lululemon because it's, because it's such a high flyer. And I want to, you know, the thing about shorting is you can only make a one bagger on, on it. Now I shorted Lululemon here. Yeah, I shorted it, <laughs> and then it proceeded to go right back up. So it is off a little bit after hours, twenty six cents, not a lot. I have a short right at about three oh nine. So I'm I'm basically up. You know, I, I shorted it here. This is the one you kind of look want to look for is something with a lot of overhead supply. And let's let's look at let's look at that's uh, um, just starting to turn. Yeah, there we go. So typically. And this is the this is the monthly chart the the, the weekly chart that we're looking at here. Um, it will have a it will have a head, and then it will have a left shoulder, and then you want to kind of look for that right shoulder, and that's kind of what I saw here. <laughs> Maybe I was hallucinating, and you want to come have it come up to basically the 200-day line, and then move lower. Now, hopefully, I'm right on this one, but this is kind of what we're looking at as short. Why? Because this is only 5.2 five per, well excuse me if we go it's it's 24 percent below it's all-time high but it's still you know it's still got a lot of uh, meat left on the bone that's what we're looking like in let's uh, see if I can didn't show you I did everything and I didn't show you this um, this is 24 percent below its all-time high this is a Lululemon that we're see, we're taking a look at it's got a left shoulder head and then a right shoulder which is a little bit lower that's that's preferable Now, the question is, this is why I shorted it. I could be totally wrong on this one, but 24% below, that's a lot of, that's still got a lot of ways to go down. So if this breaks lower, it's going to break a lot lower, and we're going to see, this is sort of my bet, this is sort of my bet on, on the CPI number. Hopefully, well, hopefully it's good for everyone, but it may be bad, and if it's bad, maybe it will move lower. All right, Uh, we're looking at BBBY. I think this is Bed, Bath & Beyond. This one was looking like a bankruptcy. So, Mr. Noodles, here we go. BBBY. Let's take a look. BBBY. This will probably be the last. uh, Probably be one one of the last uh, charts that we do. This is Bed, Bath & Beyond, of course. Everybody knows it. Fixture in shopping centers for years and years. This is what happens, unfortunately, sometimes when companies are looking to go out of business. And the chart is telling the tale, and it's not a good one. Uh, relative strength is five. That means ninety-five percent of the stocks are better than this one. It has a four-dollar. Uh, it was it was up seventeen percent. But let me just tell you, it's in the death throes. I mean, this is like you know, this is like nothing goes straight down, but you know, you're going to see this, you know, you make she a short squeeze on this, but this unfortunately is, you know, it, unfortunately this, this stock is, yeah, it's headed into the ground. So hopefully you're not long on this stock. I hope you're not long on this stock. I wouldn't even short this one. It's just, I just, I would just steer clear of this because once they get down this far, once they get down this far, it just becomes much, much more difficult and much, much more difficult. It in the It's it's 88.4% off of its all-time high. Well, it's 52-week high. So in this year, and in, 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 in basically the last year, this has lost almost all of its value. It's lost 88%. So just need to steer clear of this one. Just not a good scene. All right, let's see. Kkr from Charles. Let, let's let's see if I can take another one. Sorry to, yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. Stay away from that. I agree with you. So stay away from it because, yeah. Now the chart is back. Sorry. Sometimes I have trouble with you know the way I'm looking. Um uh, that's not a bad idea, by the way. Um, I'm 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 still trying to make money on shorting Lulu. I've tried several times here, and I've been I've come up short. I don't know if I would do the puts. And the reason I do it, here's the problem with the puts on something like Lulu. The puts are too expensive relative to, I think I would try to just short it directly. That's just, that's been my opinion. The problem is, you know, a lot of these puts are just too expensive. It's just so hard to make money uh, on them because they're they're overpriced in in my opinion. All right. Um, All right. One last one. Uh, Hum, H-U-M. Is hum? I can don't know what hum is. Oh, Humana. I think it's Humana. Yeah, H-U-M, Yeah, Humana. <laughs> wait for a second? Oh, what is this? Okay. So here we go. This is the this is the chart for Humana. Let's look at the daily. This will be the last one because we're running a little bit over time. Yeah. It's come down to the 50-day. The question is, is it gonna bounce? Uh, it looked pretty good here. Here's the thing, it's kind of this is weak. Look at this. This The volume's down 10%. Even though it did kind of bounce off this line, the volume is weak. The question is, did it test? It tested there. It tested. So it is sort of being traded off of the 200-day line. This, this is not bad. Let's see how this one closes tomorrow. Let's see if it comes up closer to the 21-day line. If the thing can move above the 21-day line, I think you might have a winner there. Uh, currently, it's 2% below that 21 day line. If it comes up to the 21 day line and can hold it, then it's probably reversing higher. But right now, I'd be careful with this one. So I'd wait for a little, I'd, I'd be a little bit more conservative here. Wait for it to kind of show the movement here. You want it to come up to the 21 day line, 504.85. We're at 492. So I think you want to wait a little bit on this one. Just watch this, this one. If it goes above that and can hold it, that's the key can hold it, then I think you might have something that you could get into, but right now, be super careful. All right, everybody, thank you so much. I know I didn't get to everybody, but boy, thank you for the questions, as always, they're wonderful, and um, so if you're not already a member of Dallas Training Floor, do just, you know, hopefully you're gonna, you're gonna, um, first of all, you're gonna hit the like button. Please hit that like button, because that helps us. Hit that like button, and also, if you go to um, if, if you go to www Dallas trading floor, uh, that is a good place to sign up for the action trailers. And of course that's free. Uh, we do also have a discord room as well. Uh, that's available, but, um, uh, please like us, uh, dallastradingfloor.com Also, if you go to this uh, address, first and last name, and uh, you just sign up and you'll be on the email list. You can unsubscribe anytime you like. It's free. And uh, that's way I can keep in contact with everybody. So until tomorrow, everybody, thank you for taking time out of your day. And uh, I hope to see you again tomorrow. I'll, you know, we're going to have the CPA numbers tomorrow. That's going to be interesting because that's going to tell us kind of, can we, can we hold on this? this upward trend. I mean, we've, you know, I still think this is a, this is a, um, a bear market rally. Uh, but you know, I don't think, I don't think we've bottomed or anything like that, but I still think that may have some life left and, uh, it's going to be hopefully a good place. I, I, hopefully the, the, the CPI numbers will, will, uh, give us a, give us a, a boost here. So until tomorrow, everybody happy trading.